Time to express yourself. Where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be the Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. But it is the youth that must fight and die. And it is the youth who must inherit the tribulation, the sorrow, and the triumphs that are the aftermath of war. Herbert Hoover. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Be The Star You Are wants to thank everyone who has volunteered and supported BTSYA over the years. We are thrilled to be serving the world. If you'd like to help us celebrate being a top nonprofit with a donation, please visit btsya.org. That's btsya.org. Every dollar counts, and we will use the funds for our outreach programs. Make sure to listen to Express Yourself wherever you listen to radio or music. iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. We broadcast from the Empowerment Channel on Voice America Radio, the largest radio network in the world. Welcome to the show. I'm Julia, your host, and today's show is about the continuing conflict in Ukraine and what teenagers can do about it. In segment two, I'll be talking about social media in Ukraine. And right now for the segment, we have Rory back with his segment. Hey. Hey, Julia. How are you doing today? Doing good. Yeah. Uh, hi. So hello, everyone. Um, and welcome to another edition of The Breakdown. Uh, I'm Rory. And I'd like to start off with this. On February 24th, 2022, the world changed drastically for the approximately 44 million people who were living in Ukraine at that time. Their country was under siege by an aggressive Russian attack that was ordered by the leader of Russia. And unfortunately, and sadly, the war is still going strong with no signs of it ending in the future, at least near future. Obviously, you know, the entire population of Ukraine um, has been affected by this horrific war, but I'm going to delve into the reported effects that this military action has brought upon teenagers who were living in Ukraine at the time of the initial attack and now even currently, and even some who have fled since, you know, the war started and had to leave their hometowns. Yeah, I mean, the war in Ukraine is just absolutely devastating for everyone involved. But one thing I was wondering is, what's unique about the way that the war is affecting teenagers in Ukraine? So, as we know, you know, becoming a teenager, even without added stressors, is kind of a big adjustment. I mean, think about it, you know, we're all going through a bunch of new like growth and we're facing a lot of challenges when it comes to school and you know just all of these changes are happening just like in a relatively short amount of time and you know this is a time where 
even if you have a supportive household, if you have the best of circumstances, many teenagers are going to experience insecurities still and still feel unsure about who they are as people. And basically what I'm trying to say is, is this is a time of instability and, you know, we're trying to figure out different versions of who we are, you know? So now think about it this way. We already face a lot of challenges as it is. And now imagine you go through all of these things while also worrying whether we are safe in our homes or not, because, you know, they might get hit with a missile or a rocket at any moment or worried about, you know, soldiers coming into our hometowns and possibly kidnapping children or taking parents away. And this and much more is what many Ukrainian teenagers are going through right now. I mean, the normal things that can stress teenagers out, like homework, you know, maybe like relationship problems, uh, college apps, and many more have all been pushed aside because, you know, these teenagers in Ukraine, they're just faced with the fear of just having to survive for the day and questioning whether or not their lives will even return to an even slightest normal. And I mean, it's just hard for me to imagine that kids my age are having to go through this while also just having to deal with normal pressures too. Yeah, I agree. I guess their priorities must be very shifted. I mean, like for me, like the biggest concern in my life right now is my math test on Friday. But for them, just daily survival, you know, having power is something that is put into question. So I was wondering, what is like daily life like for teenagers in Ukraine right now? Well, luckily, there have been many articles written that have discussed what everyday life is like for the teenagers over there. And this is kind of how I got a better idea of exactly what teens are dealing with in Ukraine right now. There is one article that I read by a BBC journalist uh, named Jeremy Bowen, and it basically spoke about how teenage boys my age have signed up for military training that only lasts three days. And then after that, they are pretty much shot into the front lines just with guns and whatever artillery they have and you know now they're fighting alongside their friends that they were going to school with maybe a couple months ago and i mean you have to essentially grow up and become an adult overnight and that's just crazy for me to wrap my brain around that you know you go from being in school to just boom war you know i mean i couldn't even really think of a situation where one day i'm in a normal height like normal high school, have a normal life. I'm a student, you know, I'm probably worried about my tests and I'm probably, you know, worried about other social things, you know, like who's with what or, you know, basic stuff, simple stuff. And then the next thing, you know, I'm getting sent to a training facility to train basic training for three days, getting sent on the front line to face Russian military who have been training for years. And that just, kind of seems mind-boggling and really, 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 like, crazy. That's the best way I can put it. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, um, the, the idea of, like, going off to war just, like, this young, being in high school, I mean, it's it's terrifying. This is kind of sad. I mean, it's like I'm imagining, like, all my classmates being having to fight a war and them dying and having our lives being put in danger, and it's just – so terrifying that the teenagers of Ukraine are having to go through that. I mean, what are some other stories about teenagers in Ukraine that you've read or heard about while doing research for the show? So in an article from the New York Times, um, journalists Andrew Kramer and Mauricio Lima, um, they basically just reported on um, a time where they spent a day with teenagers in the eastern city of Ukraine called uh, Sloviansk. 
And basically, they were just saying how teens over there are living their lives in essentially a holding pattern because they are simply just having to live day to day in the literalist form. I mean, school, sports, movies, concerts, dances, graduations, any fun activity or any fun place they can go basically are all canceled or shut down. Um, and many teens in Slovyansk have not been able to be in a classroom for over a year now. They said that they try to handle what's going on with humor and, you know, exploring their city with their friends. And, you know, I mean, even though it is dangerous to let them outside, their parents have to oblige them because you can't just keep a kid trapped inside the house all day, especially teenagers. And that's like one of the few outlets that they have. However, there is a very strict curfew of you can't be now but um after 9 p.m because you know after that time surprise russian military attacks are more likely to happen and they don't want anybody to be kidnapped and you know that's just an example of what's happening in one city things like this are happening all across ukraine i also read about another teenager named Oleksandra from the city irpin she was supposed to attend university in another part of the country last fall but ultimately decided to stay home and help her family with many repairs that needed to be done in her house. Because, well, while the war was going on, uh, it now caused her to have a missing roof. Many windows and insulation were missing. And there were holes in the front gate of her yard because it had been shot through with shrapnel. Alexandra says she can't remember, like, days anymore as they just all seem to run together. And... Unfortunately, her father has been missing for some time, so she basically has to go through this with her sister, mother, and grandparents and has to just keep going in order to survive. I mean, for most families, normally losing a parent could just halt them in their tracks, you know, putting them in a permanent state of grief for, you know, a very long time. And I can't even think of what it would be like to lose a parent just so suddenly, not knowing what happened in them, and you still have to keep going, otherwise you're going to die yourself. Many teens have also had to move with their families and flee their hometowns because they were no longer safe. And some families were constantly displaced because they would go to these other places and only to find out that these other places were also in danger too. It is like living in a constant state of uncertainty. And unfortunately, the longer the war goes on, the harder it is for teens to think that they will get their lives back to anything that resembles a normal life. I mean... Luckily, some men had the chance to send their families across the border to live in Warsaw, Poland. But at the same time, men in Ukraine between the ages 18 and 60 and even younger are not allowed to leave the country due to military service requirements. So the war is literally tearing families apart. I mean, I think it's just so devastating how these teenagers think their lives are literally over or that there's never going to be some sort of normal or they'll never quite feel safe. And I feel like it's just horrifying how these aspirations, the, the the dreams these teenagers used to have for their future are kind of being ripped away from them by a war they can't really control. So when I hear this, I like want to find a way to help. So what can teens in the United States, as well as like teens just all over the world, do in order to help provide comfort and help support the teenagers who are in Ukraine? So if you look online... There are many volunteer opportunities, both big and small for teens to get involved in. And you can either, you know, connect with Ukrainian teens online or just become a part of a larger organization dedicated to helping out Ukraine in general. 
Um, specifically, if there's one uh, organization I'd like to spotlight, it was it's the amazing work of these two teenage students, actually, from Harvard University named Avi Schiffman and Marco Bernstein. And they had help from an engineer, Daniel Conlon. Basically, they created a website called Ukraine Take Shelter, which ultimately helped Ukraine refugees match with hosts all over the world. And these hosts were obviously willing to take them in free of charge. And they were able to create this amazing platform that was able to find homes for over 100,000 Ukrainian refugees. I mean, right now, they recently decided to close operations and decide to leave this monumentous task um, to the United Nations and larger agencies because they feel that those agencies are more well-equipped and have greater resources than they do because, you know, they're just college students. But I found it incredible that they were able to accomplish, you know, such a remarkable thing at the beginning of the stages of the war by connecting refugees with host families almost instantaneously once the news broke out. These teens are responsible for saving thousands of lives to this day due to their diligence, compassion, and tenacity. And, you know, you can get involved in something like that, too. So lastly, I would just like to say, um, unfortunately, as we know, the war in Ukraine is continuing and it looks like there's no end in sight. But if we, especially as teenagers relating to other teenagers, try to do something to help out and continue to to help out Ukraine and, you know, continue to remain aware and spread their spread the knowledge of their struggle, any effort, no matter how small, can contribute to making their lives greater and helping them just little by little. I think it's just so incredibly inspiring that the work that these teenagers and these are people my own age, like these could have been my classmates, um, the work that they're doing and the sacrifices they're having to endure. And so I think your conversation about teenagers, both within Ukraine and also outside, like at Harvard, that amazing platform that they designed, like what they're doing, it's just kind of inspiring almost to me, like trying to think of ways I can support Ukraine just locally around my school and my friend group. And so stay tuned for our next segment where I'm going to be talking about social media, teen activism in Ukraine, and also make sure to donate to our charity, buy books and t-shirts, make a donation to BTSYA and support the production of our radio show at btsya.org. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. 
success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to Express Yourself. I'm Julia, and right now I'll be talking about social media and Ukraine and how teenagers can help. Since the invasion on February 24th, 2022, the conflict between Russia and Ukraine has not only been fought on the ground, but also on your phone. Social media platforms have actually become a battleground, with both sides engaging in a war of words, propaganda, and misinformation. Social media giants like Facebook and Microsoft have taken a stand against this disinformation. Microsoft's June 2022 report revealed over 300 Russian-sponsored websites promoting conspiracy theories within two weeks of the invasion. It's clearly actually more of a cyber war of different stories that goes beyond the literal physical conflict. Um, The Atlantic Council's Digital Forensic Research Lab also stated that to defeat Ukraine on the battlefield, Russia needs to strangle all sympathy and support for Ukraine. So they're using manipulated videos, fake accounts, and forged documents to kind of shape global perceptions and turn them against Ukraine. Facebook, in a recent move, took down a Russian network impersonating actual European news outlets, highlighting the ongoing battle against fake news. Yet, there are still questions about the actual effectiveness of these measures being taken by these platforms to kind of curb the spread of disinformation. Because these are just a few famous cases. There are many, many more cases of fake news and disinformation being spread online. And even now, over one year into the conflict, Russia continues to use these false narratives to kind of justify their own actions and undermine support for Ukraine. And the role of social media platforms in these conflicts requires companies to actually look back and reassess their own policies and address that they are having chronic underinvestment in user safety. And many of these companies kind of shy away from that because they're afraid of flaws in their own software and their own policy being revealed. But I really think that it is their duty to Ukraine and to our world to take those steps, even if it means a little bit of embarrassment in the near future. But it's not just about these companies. Individuals, including 16-year-old Veronica Komenko in Kyiv, are using platforms like TikTok Live to document their experiences and build a global community to support Ukraine. Kamanko, who actually hasn't used TikTok Live before the war, now actually regularly goes live with her cousin to answer questions, discuss the risks of staying in Kyiv, and receive support from viewers worldwide. And what's really great about TikTok Live is people can be there in the moment interacting with Kamenko and talking with her and her cousin. It just makes the conflict feel more real than some sort of fancy news outlet or really curated article. Um, And this genuine sharing of her personal experiences gives a really human quality to the conflict. And that really motivates people. I mean, social media has actually become the lifeline for sharing personal stories throughout the war, but it also has its own challenges. 
the constant exposure to this graphic content surrounding the war, but not only the the war in Ukraine, also Hamas and stuff like that can spread uh, misinformation and just fear that can negatively affect many people's mental health, especially very young people. I mean, I remember when the war in Ukraine first started and my classmates were having regular breakdowns. People just felt so terrified because it's just really eye-opening to think about these kind of horrific events happening to people your own age, people you could have known. And as over 2 million people have fled Ukraine, it's really essential to set limits on the news consumption and engage in positive actions to support those affected by the crisis. And honestly, the the news can be very overwhelming, especially for younger people, people in middle school or even in high school. So it's important to have open spaces within the classroom to just talk about these issues and ask questions, one that's like free of judgment and also just supportive and warm. And as the conflict in Ukraine unfolds, social media, as I said before, has even become a powerful tool for raising awareness and getting support. But there is a growing concern about what some people call almost superficial solidarity. Basically, every time we have some sort of major crisis, we always see there's like a surge of catchphrases and symbols from uh, different online sources like uh, never forget after the different school massacres and Black Lives Matter after the tragic death of George Floyd. And I mean, these catchphrases are so important and these can be the rallying cry of these social movements. But oftentimes I'll see people who don't really fully understand the context behind a situation just trying to do, trying to make themselves seem like they are really invested in these kinds of conflicts. They'll just stick it in their Instagram bio or they'll get a sticker and put it on their locker, hang a flag. And it is important to kind of unify behind these phrases, but I think it's also important to understand what you're actually standing with. And part of standing with a community is taking the time to actually acknowledge and research the historical context behind that. And so, like I said, in the current situation, the rallying cry is stand with Ukraine or the display of the Ukrainian flag. But we need to make sure that adopting these expressions of support doesn't just make them into like social media trends. And this is especially common among like teenagers like myself or like kids, because they're more likely to grab these slogans without really understanding the complexities of the actual conflict. So here's my takeaway for you guys. Social media is a lifeline for sharing stories, fostering support, and creating awareness, but we need to be mindful about falling into the trap of this superficial solidarity. And while slogans are so powerful, understanding the context and complexities is equally important. It's a kind of style and substance situation. You need to have both style and substance to make a difference. And as the conflict unfolds, remember that your voice does genuinely matter. And it's not just about hashtags or flags. It's about genuine connection and informed action. So express yourself, stay informed, and let's go onto this digital battlefield informed and ready to make positive change. Make sure to check out our radio site at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com, buy books and t-shirts in our store, and make a donation to BTSYA. That's www.bethestarur.org.
We are out of time for today's show. As always, we express our gratitude to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment Crew, especially to our audio engineer, Jordan. Thanks to our guests from across the world, and a huge thank you to our listeners who make us a top-rated program. For more information about Be The Star You Are charity, visit www.bethestarur.org. Find us on Instagram at Express Yourself Radio, support Ukraine, support its teenagers, and all Please remember to speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself.